Hello, and welcome to Living Word Ministries, where everyone is a winner. Join us as we rightly divide the word of truth. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I just like, want to just camp there for an hour and then go home. Amen. He has become my salvation. You see, you see, listen. He has become. There was a time, a time that he was not. Are you with me? But now he has become. If, see, and we do go through challenges in life. We look around and say, well, where's God? But then God comes. So he becomes. Amen? Praise the Lord. I'm blessed. I said I am blessed. We know. Yep. You don't confess that, and so it will be for you. <laughs> I am blessed. I'm blessed. Life and what? Death is in the power of the tongue. So, according to what you believe, be it unto you. I am not, I'm saying I'm blessed, not because of what I have, but because of what I'm going to have. Amen. I am truly blessed. Blessed going out. Blessed coming in. Blessed every wave. And I thank my God. Um, we've been teaching on the fruit of the Spirit. Praise the Lord. Yeah. We want you to identify the fruits of the Spirit. And as a spirit being, you ought to bear these fruits. Amen? I was, as I was driving here, I just, um, a scripture just came to me. You know, if you walk in the spirit, you will not fulfill the desires of the flesh. I think it's in Galatians. But you see, listen, it's talking about if you walk in the spirit... The fruit of the Spirit, if you, if you bear these fruits of the Spirit, you will not fulfill the desires of the flesh. Praise the Lord. Oh, yeah. So we, 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 we spoke about, we, we, we emphasize on love. Praise the Lord. And one thing I wanted you to catch is, I made a statement, show me a Christian that does not know how to love, and I'll show you a Christian that is fake. Amen? If you're a believer, if you're born again, child of God, you have the Spirit of God in you, and that Spirit should grow and bear love. If you're a child of God, you have... God's spirit in you, you have the nature of God in you. God is what? 
love. God is love. He, he, that's what he is. And if you are his child, you ought to be the same. You ought to love. The first fruit of the Spirit, you ought to love. Amen. You ought to love. I mean, you can't do nothing but love. Praise God. The second fruit of the Spirit is joy. The, the second one is joy. Love, joy. Joy is something that we should all have. In Psalm 2 verse 4, as we are children of God, Psalm 2 verse 4, are we going to have this on the screen? Psalm 2 verse 4. He who sits in the heavens shall laugh. The Lord shall hold them in derision. Amen. Amen. He sits in heaven, Jehovah God, and laughs. <laughs> Praise the Lord. You, you know, do you, do you know that when the Bible says we were created in his image and likeness, do you know that God laughs? Do you know that God is not, you know, God is a person. He, 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 he has two hands, two feet. He has had God. He, we were created in his image and likeness. Amen. So God has all the attributes that we have. You know, one scripture says he taps his feet in the heavens. Amen. So he laughs. He's talking about the enemy rolling. God sits in the heavens and laughs. Isn't it funny? Now you can laugh. You're allowed to laugh in this service. We're talking about joy. Praise God. And if you are, this is my point. If you are a child of God and God is laughing, guess what? You ought to laugh. The fruit of the Spirit is joy. Joy causes you to what? Laugh. Burst into laughter. We, we, don't, we don't appreciate God enough for us to rejoice in what he's doing in our lives. We ought to appreciate him. Praise the Lord. There's a scripture. He rejoiced over us with joy. Praise the Lord. It's Zephaniah 3. 3.17. Zephaniah 3.17. The Lord your God in your midst, the mighty one, will save. He will rejoice over you with gladness. He will quiet you with his love. He will rejoice over you with singing. Amen. Praise the Lord. We Christians ought to rejoice over the things that God has done for us. If our God is rejoicing over us, we ought to rejoice over what he's doing in our lives. Some of us don't even want to anybody to know. And I'm not saying broadcast, but Surely, 
you ought to put, have a big smile on your face. Praise the Lord. You ought to be happy that God has, you know, brought someone in your life. God's giving you a child. Say amen. <laughs> Praise the Lord. God's give, you know, um, the Seventh-day Adventists that worship you on Saturday, um, the guy who runs the whole show, um, he got married a few years back. Uh, when I say a few years back, maybe about three years. Um, and he said to me yesterday, oh, I haven't told you. She's pregnant. Who's pregnant? My wife's pregnant. <laughs> He's pregnant. Coming up, he says, coming up, not even two months here. He's, he said they went to the um, doctors and they did the scan and you could see the baby doing this. And, and, and he said, I cried with so much appreciation. He said it's, it has been his desire and now it's happening. So overwhelmed with God's goodness and his countenance and the joy so, 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 you know, exuberant with joy. And, and it's, I, I mean, it's so, so wonderful. Listen, if God's doing things in your life, rejoice. Listen, I want you to contaminate others with joy. When you get to a place, counter-transference, transfer your joy into that atmosphere. The fruit of the Spirit is joy. If you're a believer, when you walk into a place, come on, you remove all the misery. Let people that are miserable, let them laugh. Turn their situation around. For, for a short period that they are with you, let them experience what joy is. That's the fruit of the Spirit. We get so caught up in be healed in the name of Jesus, and I pray for somebody and they go healed, we're not bearing the fruits that we ought to bear. That is more if that will affect people more. Amen. It's not just when you, you know, you got big. I was going to say a big fat check, but I wouldn't say that. When you got a big fat check in your hands, then you. Praise the Lord. That's not only the time for you to rejoice. Amen. You ought to rejoice regardless. Nehemiah 8, verse 10. Joy, what does joy does? It brings also strength. The joy of the Lord. Then he said to them, Go your way, eat the fat, drink the sweet, and send portions to those from whom nothing is prepared. For this day is holy to our Lord. Do not sorrow, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. Amen. Praise the Lord. So we know the joy of the Lord is our strength. The joy of the Lord, and, uh, and it's also to your heart. Joy brings strength to your heart. 
Amen. Also, um, joy brings physical. Um, um, joy also brings strength to your physical body. There are chemicals in our body. When you are miserable, I did, I did a medicine course. Um, and, and, and in that course, I, I, you know, I, 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 was, um, I was taught this. There are chemicals in your body, all right? And when you're miserable, it, the chemicals has a certain way of operating. The chemicals are miserable, and so they affect your body negatively. Man, that's good, isn't it? I don't know where that, I got that from. <laughs> but it sounds right. Praise the Lord. But when you are laughter, it's true. It is true. When you have joy and you are laughing and you are exuberant, even if you got a sore on your, th you know, it will heal. No, but I'm just making a point that it makes you better. Praise the Lord. It makes you better. So, you know, the joy of the Lord is our strength, both in our, our heart and in our physical body. Amen. Um, Hebrews 12, 1 through 2. Hebrews 12, 1 through 2. Hebrews 12, 1 to 2. Therefore, we also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which is so easily enhances us, and let us run with the endurance, the race that, has set, that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and he sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Amen. Amen. So joy causes what? Victory. For the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross. Are you with me? So when you have joy, it will enable you and it will bring you to a place of victory. Amen? Let us cultivate these fruits. That is so important to your, you as a believer. Where does joy come from? Joy comes from being in the presence of God. We say rejoice. The Bible says rejoice and again, again I say rejoice. Well, where does that joy going to come from? It's going to come from your spirit. Yeah? as a fruit from that spirit. And that fruit will only grow from your spirit when you go in the presence of God. There is one thing that is very true that if you do not know how to fellowship 
how to spend time in the presence of the Lord. If you don't know how to do that, spiritually you dry up. You might be walking and going to church and doing all the practical things, like physical things, but spiritually you are dry. Praise the Lord. So the, the fruit of joy, and for that matter, every fruit, it's only, you only bear it when you're spending time in the presence of God. Psalm 18, Psalm 16, verse 11. Psalm 16, verse 11. You will show me the path of life. In your presence is fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. Amen. Amen. At your presence, there is what? Pleasure forevermore. Joy also comes when we are feasting on God's word. Jeremiah 15, verse 16. Jeremiah 15, verse 16. Your words were found, and I ate them, and your word was to me the joy and rejoicing of my heart. For I am called by your name, O Lord, God of hosts. Amen. Amen. Your word were found, and I did eat them. And they were, and thy word was unto me the joy and rejoicing of my heart, and rejoicing of my heart. Now, I want you to look, listen to another translation. It says, Thy word were found, and I ate them. And, they, and thy word became to me a joy and a delight of my heart. Looking at a heart that is dry. A heart that is dry... It's also dry of God's word. Not enough time in his presence. You see, preachers and teachers, Bible teachers and preachers, use so many ways of explaining and trying to bring understanding and expanding the word and dissecting it so in so many different ways so that if you don't get it this way, you will get it that way. If you don't get it that way, you get it this way. But the sum up is just very, very simple. The, Christian, the Christianity, to be a good Christian and to walk with God and, and, and be strong in the Lord and, and, and that, that you're not tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine that we, you know, are so much dear to my heart. All of it is summed up in just very simple. Listen, when you get born again, let the Bible be your friend. 
and spend time in the presence of God. Prayers. When you're doing these two things consistently, you become tough spiritually. Do, be, you know, be anxious for nothing, fear not, and all these that when you are actually in the word, who? Oh, the Holy Spirit will teach you. Praise the Lord. So, you know, I just want to encourage you, stay in the word. Be consistent. Another translation says, when your word came, I devoured, it, I devoured them. Your word was my delight and, and the joy of my heart. For I was called by your name, Yahweh God of Sabaoth. Your word came to me and I devoured them. Praise the Lord. We need to devour the word of God that will cause us to be joyous. Amen? As we walk with God. Now listen. Having spent time in the presence of God, having read your Bible, um, and, and, and also sp um, prayed, and you are full of joy, I want to warn you, you can lose your joy. You can lose your joy. Praise the Lord. The joy, uh, um, Philippians 4.4. 4. Philippians 4, verse 4. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say, rejoice. Amen. Amen. Listen, listen carefully. It says, rejoice in the Lord always. Always. And I'm not going to stop there. And I'm saying to you again, I'm repeating it. He's putting emphasis on the rejoicing always in the Lord. Do you get it? He's saying to you, listen, again, I'm telling you how important it is for you to always rejoice. That means that circumstances should not determine the gauge of your joy. See, there is no situation that should come in your life that should cause you to lose your joy. Because the joy that you have is the one that is going to enable you to be able to fight that issue that has come to you. It is your strength that enables you to fight. If you lose it, you can't fight. If you lose your strength... And the way you lose your strength is when you lose your joy. Christians that get very uh, quick to be offended. So quick to be offended. Listen, when you're offended, you've lost your joy. Don't tell me anything else. When you are offended, you've lost your joy. But I want to encourage you, 
the joy of the Lord is your strength. It says rejoice. Again, I say rejoice. Rejoice. He didn't say, I'm going to pray for you. Paul prayed for, you know, this is in Philippians. He prayed for them in different parts. But in this section, he says, rejoice. I'm telling you to rejoice. That means that you have to do it. It's not you are praying and God brought joy into your heart. No, it's a decision that you choose. That means that despite, you know what? Situations, I've said that, let me just say, situations does not determine your joy. In fact, you rejoice. That is what faith is about. You know, you know, he shall say to this mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea and does not doubt in his heart that whatsoever he says shall come to pass, he will have. He will have future. He will have whatsoever. So in that process, when you pray, believe that now you will have it. From now and going to have it, the, the, the land there is nothing but joy. It's nothing but joy. Why? Because you know it's done. When you prayed, you received. But you ain't seen the manifestation yet. And so you are rejoicing. Glory to God. Hallelujah. The joy of the Lord. Is, I'm so excited about That's exactly what I was saying here. I'm blessed not because of what I have, but because of what I'm going to have. And therefore, I'm rejoicing now. I'm excited now. No, when it comes, when it comes, I've already rejoiced. I just take it in my strides to God be the glory. Praise the Lord. Let us be happy. Believers, let us be happy. I am not saying you won't have issues. I'm not saying everything is ruined. Christianity is not a walk in the path. So, the joy of the Lord is our strength. What about peace? Peace. Peace is our blood, blood both right. In other words, the blood of Jesus has bought us the right to be at peace. with ourselves. I cry out for believers that are emotionally destroyed, tormented because of the forces of darkness, because of false teachings, Because of false teachings, they are tormented in their walk with God and have no peace whatsoever. 
tell you something, and this is the honest truth. Whatever, if I, if, I, if I lie down and I wake up in the middle of the night and I see Lucifer and his co-heads around me, I won't panic. I'll still sleep. I'm telling you, there is no situation that will cause me to be fretful. And the reason why is I have come to a place to know the reliability of God. I've come to a place that I know and know and know. Listen, I'm not preaching something that I don't believe. I know that this God is reliable. This God is reliable. And so, whatever it is, have that peace. How can you have peace in the midst of turmoil? Because he is in control. His plan for your life is to do you evil and evil. No, he's to do you good. Now, if he is to do you good, how come last night he changed his mind? Now he wants to do you evil. Is that the God that you serve? No, his word will not return unto him void. It will accomplish that which he has sent it out to do. He said he wants to do you good and not evil. And he has sent that word out. And that is what is going to happen. I can sleep. I can sleep. I can sleep. I've seen many situations that were hopeless at the time. But God and his infinite wisdom. See, we, we, we run ahead of God most of the time. That's why we panic. Do it now. Oh, yeah. When you pray, believe that you receive. Yeah, now. But through faith and patience, they inherit the promise. Praise the Lord. We're talking about peace. Jesus was chastened so we could have what? Peace. Isaiah 53, 5. Praise God. Isaiah 53, 5. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and by his stripes we are healed. Amen. Amen. So, Jesus was chastened so that we will have peace. So why don't we have peace? The price has already been paid. Jesus has already Purchase peace for us. 
Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. But we know that Jesus, by his stripes, we were healed or we are healed. We believe that. We prayed for that. We want to see healing being manifested in our lives. Well, it's the same as peace, man. Praise the Lord. It's the same as peace. I said it's the same as peace. Although we're looking at it from the angle of the fruit of the Spirit, but Jesus purchased peace for us. And we ought to put it on. Amen? The same way the Bible says rejoice, the same way you ought to have peace. Praise the Lord. See, these are things that nobody can give you. Amen. These are things that you should bear. The Spirit of God in you, you should bear it yourself. The Hebrew word, which is peace, shalom, it means to save. And to save means to be well, to be secured, to be happy. It's all, it also speaks of um, health, prosperity, and well-being. Praise the Lord. So, peace in the Hebrew, it means be well. Be well, not just well as in health, but be well in all areas of your life. Praise God. And when you come to think about it, when, Edda, when you are affected so much in certain areas of your life, your peace level go, goes down. Praise the Lord. But in the Hebrew it says, be well. Covers everything. Let everything be all right. Praise the Lord. Um, yeah. Philippians 4, 6. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving. Let your requests be made to God. Amen. Amen. Peace also prevents heart from being trouble. If you are bearing the fruit of the Spirit, peace, it prevents your heart of being troubled. Troubled heart is anxious, worried, concerns over bits and bobs. But cast your burdens onto him. Cast all your burdens onto him and leave it in his hands. We know how to cast our burdens through prayer. But when we kneel down or we whatever, however position we position ourselves to pray, when we finish praying, instead of leaving our burdens on the altar of God, 
When we finish praying, Father, I thank you. All this is yours in Jesus' name. And Lord said, Amen. And then when we finish praying, we just go like this. Pick up the issue that we've discussed or cast it into the hands. We just pick it up and go with it. How do we do that? We don't stop thinking about it. We, you know, and when I say stop thinking about it, I don't mean it wouldn't come to your mind. It will come to your mind. But how do you deal with it? When it comes to your mind, you don't accept it because you've already given it to the Lord. Amen? When you give it to him and you walk away, and you walk away like this, that doesn't mean that will not come to mind again. It will come to your mind. But how do you deal with it? Father, I thank you that you are taking care of it when it comes to your mind. Praise the Lord. I thank you that you are taking care of it. The devil says, Nalayo, God did not take it all. Mr. Devil, Nalai, God took it. God took it. I gave it to him. His mother. That's why I'm saying God is reliable. I've found out that he is dependable. He is deep. I found out that he's trustworthy. You can rely on him. I say you can rely on him. Even though it may delay to the natural standpoint, even though it may delay, even though it tarries, even though it would delay beyond your, 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 your patience. But wait for it. Wait for it. It will surely come to pass. I know and know and know and know without a doubt that the God that we serve is a true God and is faithful God. I know that uh, he will not disappoint you if you put your trust in him. Amen. Thank you, Father. John 16, 33. John 16. John 16, 33. These things I have spoken to you, that in me you will have peace. In the world you will have tribulation. But be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. Amen. Amen. In the world you will have what? Tribulations. But Jesus' word is what? It's peace. That is why when you are in the word, you will have joy. Because his word will bring you peace. And if you have peace, you will have joy. Praise the Lord. And if you have joy, you will love. Love will cause you to be joyous.
Praise the Lord. Peace also determines directions. Colossians 3, 15. Galatians 3, 15. And let the peace of God rule in your hearts, to which also you are called in one body, and be thankful. Amen. Amen. Let the peace of God rule your heart. It's very, very important that you don't make a decision, a decision when you're angry. And I'll give you, I, I guarantee you, I will guarantee you every, with everything. When you're angry and you make a decision, that quick decision, 10 over 10, 100 over 100, you, 100% you'll be wrong. And in most time, you, you, you regret it. That's why Paul is saying to the Colossians, let the peace of God rule your heart, in which also you were called in one body. We are called in peace, out of peace. Amen? And be thankful. Be thankful. I want to read you this translation. It says, and let the peace of Christ act as empire. What's the empire? Empire, somebody who makes, who rules. Yeah? Let the peace of God become your empire. Let the peace of God rule your life. Rule your affairs. Rule everything that you do. Amen? It also control. Let the peace of God control your heart. Let the peace of God control your life. Peace determines our direction. Also, it peace um, followed. Also, we are to follow the leading of peace. You know, the Holy Spirit leading us, one way is to follow after peace. If you don't have peace over something, then you don't do it. Praise the Lord. Now, how do we cultivate peace? How do we cultivate this peace? One, prayer, Philippians 4, 6 through 7. Philippians 4. Six three seven. Thank you. Lord. Be, sorry. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. Amen. Amen. By prayer 
and your supplications, let everything that you have need of, let it be made known unto the Lord. And, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Amen. So how important it is for us to bear this fruit of the Spirit. If you don't have peace, the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, is not um, very active in your life. That part of your life, the Holy Spirit is not bringing forth its fruits of peace. You ought to allow it. You ought to allow the Holy Spirit by you praying, staying in the Word, being sensitive of the things of the Spirit. Praise the Lord. I was, I was praying this morning, and you know, when, um, when Pastor Fola came, the last visit with his family, you know, I, I spent a couple of days, a couple of mornings um, with them at um, Auntie, what's her sister? I mean, his sister, what's his? Uh, yeah, and Sister Joan. I spent a couple of a couple of mornings with them having breakfast and all that. But I, you know, I was just looking at these situations, and they, it is so good to be around brethren that are going to admonish you and edify you. Are you with me? Um, you know, guys, I've said this before, and I want to encourage you. You know. When you come together, let it not be just socializing. Let it not be just socializing. Let it be, have a spiritual slot. I don't mean everything be spiritual. You understand? I mean, when, when we sit down eating with, uh, you know, Pastor Fola, and, and it's, it's just spiritual, and it's just encouraging, and, and just talking about the word and talking about this. And, and it, I was just, this morning, I was just actually missing him. When, when I go visit, when I get a chance once, once every so often, when I, I get to Auntie Naomi's house and we just sit down and we're talking and the husband, you know, we're just sharing the word, encouraging each other. Let, let not our fellowshipping be just, you know, chit-chat ch chit and texting and, you know, come on, fellowship with each other in the Lord. Praise the Lord. Um, Psalm 119, my, one of my favorite scriptures, Psalm 119, verse hundred and. 65. What does it say? 
Great peace have they that love thy law, and nothing shall offend them. Great peace have they that love thy law. I got that scripture from Tony Cook all these years. Never forgotten. Great peace have they that love thy law, thy word, the word. If you love the word, you don't get offended. Praise the Lord. You, you know, Brother Hagen, they said, I mean, there was, it was, um, it was, I think, Denise, Pastor Hagen's daughter, that once said, he said, Brother Hagen, when we're talking about the one that's gone home to be with the Lord, he says, when, when, when something happened and you know very, very, very well that you are in the wrong, he said, before you know it, Brad Hagen will come to you. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I, I made a mistake. Forgive me. And you know that you are wrong. But he is apologizing to you that he is wrong. Great peace have they which love thy law, and nothing shall offend them. Doesn't matter who's right and who's wrong. For Christ's sake, let go. It doesn't matter who's right. See what? You don't let that thing block your, you hearing from Jesus. Thou good and faithful servant, enter into the joy of my rest. Don't let that thing block you from hearing from God. Thou good. I'm talking about when you are in the presence of God. God, you expect to hear from God. Thou good and faithful servant. Enter into the joy of marriage. That's what Jesus is going to say to you. But this can be a blockage by you not letting go. It's not worthy. It's not worthy. And I'm learning a lot. I'm, I'm learning a lot. And sometimes it's difficult. We have natural way. We naturally we 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 are brought up, or or we are in a set, we are certain we are genes, and, and and it's not easy. But you see, it is only the Holy Spirit and the Word of God that can hammer those nature down in you. Are you with me? It, listen, you can't get it out, but you can suppress it. That my, my natural reaction is when I think that you're not, you know, you're not the type of person that I, I want to be around with, boop, I cut you off. But it's not always the best way. Are you with me? It's not always the best way. You, you know, when somebody is wrong, you can correct them or you can, you can, you can trash it out with them. I, I, you know, one brother was saying, you know, I had, I had a, a heated argument. But then they are still brothers and sisters. I mean, they are still brothers. Praise the Lord. 
And I, I, I learned from that. I can't do that. If I have a heated argument with somebody, that's the end of it. But I, had to, I have to learn. And I'm still learning. But I want to encourage you that you, you actually let God's peace decide everything. You know, if, you, if you're in peace, if you're walking in that peace, then you ought not to be offended. Amen? I, I, the other day I was just thinking, you know something? Most of the time, and please, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying you shouldn't leave the church. But I, I, I just found this. Most of the time, people that get upset and walk out, most of the time, they are the ones that are in wrong. They are the ones that are in wrong, but they can't bear to say, I'm wrong. So the best thing is, where is the exit door? Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So, we as believers, we ought to bear the fruit of the Spirit. Love, joy, and peace. So from now on, there are three fruits that you ought to be bearing. You've heard about it. We are, we are bearing the fruit of the Spirit. It's not because we don't have things to preach on, teach on. That's why we're using the, doing this. We want you to bear this fruit in your life. At your workplace, let them get fed up with your love. Now, have some life. You're a believer. Have some life in you. Have some life in you. Come on. You know, this world will end up soon, you know. Enjoy it whilst you're here. Enjoy it. Contaminate people. Let somebody have a good day. Let somebody have a good day because of you just spoke one word. God is good. Let's all stand. I'm really, 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 I'm serious. Christians, we ought to, we ought to be lively. We ought to have peace. We ought to have joy. And we ought to have love. And maybe I've said it 15 times, but just one more time. Contaminate people that are around you with your love, joy, and peace. I feel different. When people feel different when they come around you. 
when they come to you and they are miserable, they will go back rejoicing. Positive words. What is it that is causing you not to bear this fruit of the Spirit? Love, joy, and peace. Lift up your voice unto the Lord and say, Lord, help me. What is it? Who is it? How? We've talked about how staying in the word. What is it that is hindering you from staying in the word and, and spending time with the Lord? Talk to God. Let us pray. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. You alone are worthy. We praise you, Father God. Thank you, Lord. Spirit of truth. Thank you, Father. Lubasko Olian Bozubra Likadibo Shubra Alakashkada Libozubra Alikedibo Subra Dada. The Bible says out of his belly shall flows rivers of living water, and this he speaks of the Holy Spirit. Release the living water inside of pray in the Holy Ghost. Rubrende Koshkobre Alika do Zubra Alekoshko Bre Ile do Zubra Alakashkadibanado. Mausko Bre Ile do Zubra Alekashki Ileana do Zubra Alakashkadibada. Ze usko bre ile na nuzo bre ile koshko bra ale kadibo sobra ala kashkadia. God has taken that pain. God has dealt with that addiction. God has dealt with that struggle in Christ Jesus. Yes, yes, yes. What you feel, what you are seeing, is not the real thing. It's not the real thing. You've lived in this addiction for so long. You're struggling with it. But I say to you today that Jesus has dealt with it. Rubrende koshko bre ile koshkalibo sobra daba. Don't continue in that discouragement, that depression, uh, seeing yourself as inferior, as incapable, unworthy of the Lord. You know what I'm talking about. You know, you know I'm talking to you. Do not see yourself as unworthy anymore. Accept who you are in Christ Jesus. The Bible says that if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Believe today that you are a new creature, you're a new person in Christ Jesus. Decide to believe who Jesus said you are. He said you are a child of God, that you are no longer a sinner. Do not go by your feelings, by your emotions. Don't go by what you feel. Don't go by what you feel. The spirit do not, does not have a feeling. You are a spirit that has a soul, lives in a body. Your spirit, you yourself, has been recreated in Christ Jesus. You are a new person. Oh, Father, we thank you. 
we believe in our heart that we are new we are new people we are born again we are your children we are your children we are your loved ones we are new in our spirit we refuse to go by how we feel or what 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 how, how we have been seeing ourselves but how you see us oh thank you father thank you jesus oh oh you are not your addictions you are not that thing that is not you that is not you you are perfect you are holy you have been sanctified you have been made whole you are clean by the blood of the lamb thank you holy spirit oh father we thank you this morning we thank you for your word that has come to us lord ministering to us lord not to not to keep ourselves in depression in sorrow but to rejoice at all time father we pray you strengthen us with might in our inner man that we may lay aside the weight and the burdens and the sins that easily beset us that we may keep looking up to jesus and walking in the joy and rejoicing and rejoicing in you lord oh father we bless your holy name oh thank you holy spirit Father, we pray for a, 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 a fresh outpouring of your spirit upon us this morning. In the name of the Lord Jesus, a fresh outpour of your spirit, Lord. For a refreshing, for a new unction, a new anointing, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Just receive a new unction, receive a new anointing, receive a fresh, a fresh anointing this morning. Just talk to the Lord. Just say, I, I receive a fresh anointing this morning. I receive refreshing in my spirit, refreshing in my soul, fresh anointing in the name of the Lord Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus, I receive a fresh anointing, a fresh baptism of your spirit this morning. In the name of Jesus, I receive it. I receive it, Lord. I receive it. I receive in the name of Jesus. Oh, speak to the Lord. Say, I lay aside the weight, the sins, the load. The deceptions that beset me, the confusion in my heart, and I choose to cast my cares and my burden on you, Lord, once and for all. If there's any burden that you have been carrying all your life, I have some that have been carrying, just lay it down today. Take, down, take note of today's day. Say, Father, this burden, this issue, this anxiety in my life, I lay it down today in the name of Jesus. Today, the 14th of May, 27, I lay it down once and for all. I'm not picking it anymore. I'm not carrying it anymore, Lord. Lord, I just decide I'm, I'm this deciding today to just roll all my cares on you, to just worship you, to walk with you, to, to walk with you, to believe in you, in the name of Jesus. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we are praying. Praise the Lord. Now, just give thanks to God. Lift up your hands and just give thanks to God. Thank you for listening. Join us for our weekly Sunday service at 10.30am at 336 Brixton Road. We hope you were blessed.